The Arts NW Podcast is a production of the Arts Council of New Westminster and is sponsored by 100 Braid Street Studios. 100 Braid Street is a co-working art studio based in a warehouse and former winery on 100 Braid Street in New Westminster. The studio acts as an incubator for emerging artists to move into the professional realm and for professional artists to grow. It encourages out-of-the-box artistic exploration and supports the public through workshops, events, and meetings. We are not just a working art studio. We are a community of artists who support and collaborate with each other. Check them out at 100BraidStreetStudios.com. I'm Joel McKenzie, and this is Arts NW. You're listening to season one of Arts NW. In this first season, I go with artists into one of their creation spaces and we talk about what's on their walls, what they fill that space with, what do they do to the place where they choose to create. Do you write from within the wound? A poetry teacher asked me this once. Does your creation come from a place of hurt or extreme emotion? A phrase with a similar meaning is right drunk at its sober. Maybe we can think of the drunk part here in broader terms than just alcohol. Just being out of a rational state of mind. Right angry, draw scared, sculpt excited, then edit. Do you make things from within the wound? Well, drunk with anger or sadness? Is what you make an expression of pure emotion, or something more logical, or something in between? Fiona Tang is an artist who specializes in huge, realistic, energetic portraits of animals. She works in chalk pastel, charcoal, and acrylic. She's been in shows across Greater Vancouver, and she's had two solo shows. We met up in her studio last month, where her walls are covered in giant animals with giant eyes. Whales, bears, a raven, a tiger, a viper fish. For every piece, there's a story of a point in her life, especially the one of her dog, Cookie. Um, I know you've been asked this before, but why is it huge murals of animals that, that you're so interested in? For me, I when I think about uh, my encounters with wildlife, uh, it always brings me the sense of wonder where, you know, it doesn't matter what kind of animal it is. It could be a, as small as a squirrel or a raccoon or a coyote, whatever it is. That split second that I share with them when we make eye contact, when we acknowledge each other's existence is, is breathtaking and it's magical. And I wanted to make my art in the sense that it brings the same feeling for my viewers where, you know, instead of just an artwork on the wall where it's very passive, right? I want to reverse that that relationship that people have when they look at art, where my artwork is also looking back at you, um, where it it will, through, through the scales and, and the illusion of them popping out the page, I am hoping that it will create... Uh, emotional impact on people where they will stop and and think about our place in in the environment in the in the world where we're coexisting with other species here and we um, 
can be a little bit more respectful uh, of the fact that we are sharing the space. And we're surrounded by, by your art here. But I noticed that you have this photo behind you of, of the rhino that's signed. Can you tell me anything about that? Oh, yes, that is uh, uh, David Attenborough. I have been a huge fan of him. Uh, and he is a huge inspiration of what I do for, for, for art. And uh, last year, uh, I made a, you know, a mate note I have to mail him. I wrote him a, a letter and I sent him some uh, postcard. And in each postcard of my artwork, I write about how, which episode it is that inspired me to draw this piece. Uh, and I sent it to him and he sent back a signed photograph of That's himself nice. <laughs> yeah he's such a sweet sweet man <laughs> like, I, yeah. <laughs> Fiona's studio is otherwise covered by her own work as you enter it you're surrounded by giant animals caught in different moments a raven watches from a treetop a tiger is stalking but in the corner is one drawing that stands out among the rest it's a mural of 11 drawings of a miniature schnauzer in moods ranging from playful to poised, with one empty spot left for a twelfth. Its eyes watch you, too. This is Cookie, Fiona's closest connection with the animal world. I uh, have this passion for animals ever since uh, I was a kid, but it really am, like, it amplifies when I had my, my first pet, uh, Cookie. And that's when I have a really deep connection with animals, when I can connect with them very emotionally. Tell me yeah. more about Cookie. Cookie, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Cookie was my first dog, and I, I had him when I was really young, maybe about, how, how old was I? <laughs> I don't, I had him for 16 years, um, and he recently passed uh, last year. And the the relationship that I had with Cookie is unlike anything that I can imagine. It, there was a really deep bond, and we just understood each other. And he was he still is a big part of my life. As my what part of my New Year resolution is, I wanted to draw him. It's been really rough uh, last year because it was very very fresh. I at first I wanted to do a big portrait of him. Uh, but then I realized I couldn't pick just one <laughs> one image of him to to portray. So then I divided it up into twelve. Uh, so I'm doing twelve drawing of Cookie, <laughs> which I thought I you know at first I was like oh, I'm never gonna finish it because every time I draw him, it it brings back memory. You know it's very emotional, and there was a lot of heartache uh, it, it, as a part of the the drawing process. But as I continue, the pain become less and it just become uh, more bittersweet memory of kind of remembering him again and reliving the memories that we have. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I can see 11 cookies. Yeah. <laughs> and you're, you're adding one more? Yeah, it's one more to go. It's all the, the different emotions or different memories of him. Uh, different different part of the journeys through his life mm. yeah, that I'm trying to capture. That must be hard to sit with. It's, to be honest, Joel, it, it was very hard at first. I would be 
mostly crying than drawing <laughs> when, yeah. when I when I first started. But now it's I think it's important to go through this journey, especially for myself. And being an artist, I feel incredibly lucky to have this this outlet for me to to attend to my emotions, right? This piece is about Cookie, and Fiona connected to the animal world through Cookie's eyes. But she finds that same connection in every animal she makes. Yeah, I, I do try to portray uh, through the scale and the, the, the lines, like the energetic lines that, that there is to capture uh, animals that are in the split moment where you share that the eye contact and that, that encounter. What about this piece of two blue whales behind me? Uh, one of your classic huge animal pieces. Yeah, so this one uh, is two, two whales in the sky. Uh, you can see they're they're kind of flying through the clouds with birds uh, and the forest on their back. I made this piece uh, almost right after Cookie's passing. I I would say there is a lot of love in in this drawing. You can see it in the whale's eyes. She recalled a story about seeing whales coming out of the water once come up to the service and only have this one eye <laughs> out of the water to look at us as it swim by repeatedly. And it's, I thought it was the most fascinating thing. We're looking at them, but at the same time, they're also looking at us. And I think that's what I, why eyes are very important for me, because it, it creates that, that connection and that conversation. You could say Fiona's work is ultimately about her. The pieces bring back visceral points in her life. From the viper fish she drew while having a drawn out argument, the raven, the whale, the bear in whose eyes she saw her pet dog, or the dog himself. Is that realism to what a viper fish looks like, or were you going for more abstract? It's, uh, they I actually do don't know about kind viper of, fish. They do kind of look abstract in real life. It's, oh, yeah. yeah it, I'll say it's like a mix um, of both. Here, let me show you. They are very alien looking. Yeah, no kidding. So why did you go for something with these eyes? <laughs> <laughs> these soulless eyes. Because <laughs> I, I don't really remember exactly what I was going through <laughs> at that time. <laughs> what you going I think I was having a fight with my mom. <laughs> oh, yeah. Huh. And there's just this overwhelming, you know, anger <laughs> that yeah. I felt when I was drawing that piece. Do you write, uh, not write, sorry, I'm, I'm used to saying this phrase in, in those terms. Do you create from within the wound? Do you know what I mean by that phrase? Yeah. I Is that something that, that you try to do? I, I don't think I actively try to. I think it's a way to heal myself. I, I turn to art. A lot of, all of my drawings, uh, especially the big mural work, uh, I, uh, there is a story behind it. And a lot of times during the process, I don't realize why I want to do this exact pose or this exact animal. Why do I have this urge to draw it out? Uh, but afterwards, when I reflect back, I I can see a reason why. Um, you know, for example, I was I was working on another piece when, when he was passing, which is a, a bear. Uh, which I can show you later, mm. but I was so stuck um, with that bear drawing. I just I just couldn't do it. Every time I tried to draw it, 
um, in the eyes of the bear because the eyes of the animals, I think, is the most important part uh, of, of, you know, like animal drawings or whatever it is. The eyes is the, the, the soul, the window of the soul, right? And during that time when I tried to finish that bear drawing, I just couldn't get the eyes right. Uh, every time I tried to draw that, I was have this flashback of the exact moment where his eyes lost its light. And that was incredibly hard. So I had to put that aside and gave myself, you know, a, f- a couple of weeks to just just relax and just not do any art and just, just try to deal with the pain. And then I came back and after a really long talk with one of my good friends, um, I started doing the whales and that's the picture that came to mind. And it's, yeah, I think art connects us um, in a very deep level. Just like music, it's like a universal language where even if you don't speak the same language, you, you have the same, you can communicate through art and music. And I think it's such a gift to be able to do that. Fiona's pieces seem to start from a place of strong emotion. It drives her to create and comes out as raw and fierce in her pieces. But when you make something, are you thinking about specifically how someone, how the viewer will feel? Or is it more about how you will feel? I think it's more about how I felt. Uh, because thinking about how all the artworks came to be is a very personal journey, right? From discovering what it is to, to portraying it, to putting my own emotion in it. I think it's a very personal, (laughs) very personal process. Uh, And, but then somehow the end product speaks to others too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. The, well, I was thinking about your clay and, and using that and drawing, it just feels like, there's so much that goes into every piece. Like every piece is a representation of how you were feeling at that time. And then hours that you put into imagining the animal, creating the animal in a 3d environment, putting the animal on the page. That's there's a lot of you in every single piece. It's very true. And the end product sometimes don't show the entire process and how much work there is building up to that. And for me, those are very personal journeys. Is it hard to give such personal representations out or do you do you enjoy doing it? I do enjoy doing it. For me, um, I feel light after I am able to translate my emotion and and to to portray that animal on the on the piece of paper, I think is more freeing. Mm. Uh, it's, it's it's like letting a wild animal run free. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. It's 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 like you're you're capturing the moment that, like you just said, we can't really experience in real life. We can't go see the tiger face to face. Typically, some people can. I'm sure, <laughs> yeah, but true. It's it's like you're making these moments that would be so surreal to actually experience. Yeah, yeah. I think you Yeah, I think you said it right. Yeah. I'm good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm glad. <laughs> Maybe lastly, um can you tell me more about about Cookie and and how this piece of 
what's gone into making this piece of cookie? Hmm. The I I think um, making this piece I think is is an extremely uh, personal thing, um, like a very personal thing that I did. Um, but I actually never drew um, like house pets before. It's always just wild animals. It really stands in contrast to everything else that's around us in the room. It it does yeah, yeah. <laughs> it does and and I think for 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 me this project that I'm taking on uh, with drawing twelve cookie is a I just know that I need to do this because um, memories only goes so far right when you know memories will fade um, down the row and I wanted to be able to capture that it's still fresh and and just to save that moment um to save your relationship with cookie to yeah to to kind of i guess when you when i draw something like an animal or or when when these are more like portraits i'll say right mm. it's it's been it's been rough uh through every one of them because there there is that very distinct memory um of each one the it's it's getting easier and easier i have to say mm-hmm. um because uh the the pain is eased into uh bittersweet memories now um the last one i should be able to finish within a week or two mm-hmm. i'll say yeah i i think it's just um i don't know how i will feel when it's done to be honest with you because I have this to look for forward to every time I come to the studio, right? Mm. Ever since I started, and then when it's done, would it feel as empty as when he was first gone, right? Or is it gonna be comforting to look at? I I'm not too sure yet. <laughs> Fiona did finish that piece, and it's up on her Instagram, Fiona Tang Art. She uses charcoal and pastel to process her feelings in a point of time, but she doesn't make those feelings. She makes something else, something that's only completed when the viewer sees those moments of eye contact with a blue whale, of a tiger playing like a house cat, of being still with a raven, of eyes, the shared point of contact of us to animal and animal to us. That's on her walls. So what's on yours? You can see more of what Fiona does, including, of course, her giant mural work on her Instagram or Twitter at Fiona Tang Art. Arts NW is made on the unceded traditional territory of the Coast Salish peoples of the Kikite Nation. We are honored to work and live here. I make this show and the music. You can see more of what I do at joelmckenzie.ca. Do you want to help us out? I know every show asks for this, but it really does help. Give us a rating and or a review on whichever app you're listening with. It doesn't take very long. It helps spread the show and it shows us that we should keep making it. Do you want to help even more? You can make a donation for the show at artscouncilnewwest.org donate. Thanks for listening.